This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with two full-blown kids. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's a summer full of adventure at Camp Mom. Plus, Biz gets parenting tips, and Teresa has a reminder. Woo! Summertime, and the living's not easy. You like that? Nothing is easy. Nothing's easy. Summer. No fun. (laughs) Teresa, (laughs) how are you? I'm good. I have a little reminder. We have covered this recently, but just want to let people know in case they may have missed the last couple episodes. I have a new children's book out. It is a picture book about gender identity. It's called It Feels Good to Be Yourself, written by myself and illustrated by the wonderful Noah Grenier. And it is available wherever books are sold. It is aimed at ages four through eight. I personally feel you could also just say three and up. I really think (laughs) many three-year-olds will understand it. And I think it doesn't have to stop at eight. I've had kids, uh, you know, junior high age kids let me know how much they like and appreciate the book as well. So I don't think it needs to be four to (laughs) eight-year-olds. So yeah, if you haven't gotten a copy please go get a copy and consider the possibility of maybe, if you your means allow, donating a copy to your school or your library because there are lots of kids in the world whose parents would not buy them this book, but they may need to see this book. This book may be something that they need to see. So if you want to uh, make a difference, that's something you can do. It is also, and I, I know I have said this before, appropriate for... Ages 45 and older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, if you're like a, in education somewhere, this is because like what I hear on the news all the time are all these reports of like, you know, a lot. I mean, there is like this horrible bill thing happening right now, like a fight about sex education and what it can include and the language it can include. And, you know, half the people are fighting, being talking about. LGBTQ. Why? Why? It's like saying that there is no sun and then sending your kid out without sunglasses. Anyway, (laughs) and I remember one of the teachers talking on the news about it saying, you know, it's the the language that we want to get. And that's what this book is. This book is like all the words and all the definitions. And it's so great. (laughs) Thanks, Liz. (laughs) You are Welcome. Biz, how are you? I'm all right. It's fucking summer. So one of the last times I went back for a Alabama visit, my mother handed me two books. They were books that, you know, I, I think they've been in the family a while. Not necessarily her mother, but maybe her mother's mothers read this. One was a book called How to Relax. <laughs> Which is the greatest That's thing amazing. ever. It was like written in like 1920. Uh-huh. And what's even better is that there's an inscription to Lulu. Oh, you know, wow. I just thought, wow, what kind of message is that? Yeah. I, it's very helpful how to relax lying down, yeah. how to relax standing up. It's oh great. Oh, my God. But there was also. I can just see so many opportunities for like backhanded <laughs> gift giving to people in your yes. life. I'm pretty sure this book is not printed anymore. Then there's one called The Mother's Book. 
And it is a book about how to be a mother. Oh, my God. It takes. So is this like pre-Dr. Spock? Oh, this is written in like first published, like first copy written in like 1907. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Actually, I will admit some stuff, obviously, not really on point because we've learned so much. Yeah. But other stuff, (laughs) it's pretty consistent with Uh how we want to deal with kids. The point is, Katie Bell got a hold of it mm-hmm. and read lots of it and has <laughs> tagged several parts of it. Okay. And has handed it to me and mm-hmm. asked me to read it. Yes. With the instructions, I want you to do this. Oh. So <laughs> I go to the tagged pages. Mother me like this. Please, mother me mother. like this. <laughs> and I start reading through. Development and discipline, uh-huh. which is super long. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, the importance of dress and the importance of manners, and the mm-hmm. which anybody who's been listening to the show knows Katie Bell likes. She likes that stuff. Yeah. Love structure. Yeah. Likes the idea of, you know, dressing a certain way, being a certain way. I swear mm-hmm. if that kid could get locked into like a Matilda style school, yes. she would thrive. Yes. All right. Yeah. So- so I'm reading it, and I say to Stefan, Stefan, I'm really having a hard time reading this and not being like, A, feeling a little criticized. Yeah. And because I think I'm doing a lot of the stuff uh-huh. that's in this book yep. on some level. Yeah. Sorry I'm not teaching her world history at this point in time or darning mm-hmm. of her own clothes. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff we're doing, and I said, also, I don't understand what it is she wants. So the next morning, I say to her, I've gotten about halfway through this. Is there something specific you want me to see? Because mm-hmm. most of the stuff had to do with babies. Yeah. So like where yeah. do you want? Oh, do you want me to mark specifically? Yes. Mark specifically. Yes. So she marks specifically. And later I say to her, I haven't had a chance to read the specifics, uh-huh. but I say to her later, Katie Bell, are you just looking for more like classical structure mm-hmm. in terms of how yeah. we parent you like you have to have lessons at this time and you have to be reading this thing even if you don't like it we tell you it's appropriate mm-hmm. and you have to do it uh-huh. and she's like yeah i guess that's what i want uh-huh. so uh, watch out needlepoint yeah. and darning and this is kind of fun right like do you want to sit down with yourself and like make a list of like what things you want her to i mean like no i mean i feel this to me this feels like i can turn this into a chores oh yeah sure because there's a whole list in the book of appropriate chores for the ages sure so i was like all right i'll minute by minute schedule your day but what i have learned from past experiences with such requests is that that requires a lot of time yeah, to plan yes. and to implement. Implement. That's the kicker. Which ties yeah. in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is Camp Mom. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. 
advice. Miss and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Camp Mom. Every summer, in parenting magazines and parenting websites and Pinterest, there are are announcements that it is time to set up for Camp Mom. What is Camp Mom? Camp Mom, an exciting opportunity to save money and spend quality time with your children. It's as easy as staying up after the kids go to bed and outlining a syllabus of science, art, and movement activities that children of any age and any interest level will totally be into. Don't forget meals. What a great time to teach the joy of cooking to your kids. Why not get out and drive, drive, drive to museums, parks, and festivals, all of which, again, require time to find, plan, and to get your kids excited about going to. Don't forget the snacks. Don't also forget to do all the other stuff, like administrative responsibilities. The world doesn't stop for Camp Mom. It asks for extra pool time. (laughs) Woo! Don't walk. Run. (laughs) To To Camp Mom. To Camp Mom. Okay. Camp Mom. Yeah. This is, uh, it's a new, I think this is a new thing. Uh Uh-huh. I certainly never thought about the two words camp and mom. Uh Uh-huh. Usually... Summer means send your children to camp. Yeah. But that is not always possible. Right. So summer becomes this time. A couple of weeks ago, you were talking about the fact that this was a different summer for you because you weren't signing your kids up for as much stuff. Because it was a total pain. It's, I totally relate to this. Yeah. It's like Kay, way not, more work than yeah. it was worth. I am not signing me. Kate Bella up for anything either outside of her one week of Alabama camp uh-huh. because she don't want to fucking go. Uh-huh. And last year, she got sick for yeah. one of the weeks and complained another. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, we blew money for three weeks right. of camp. Yep. That, and she went to one. Yeah. Like, and that was irritating. That's irritating. That was yeah. irritating. And so- I can remember as far back as when Katie Bell was too young to go to a camp, like mm-hmm. when she's, because if your kid's two, one, two, or three, there's there's probably not a day. Most day camps start at like four or five. Yep. I would hit the Pinterest boards looking for ideas yeah. to get through the day. Uh-huh. And that's where I came upon the idea of Camp Mom uh-huh. being presented to me. And you were like... This sounds great. This does. This <laughs> camp mom. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I want to delve in, and I was teasing you last three. I mean, yeah. I was teasing you a couple of weeks ago, calling your summer was going to yeah. be camp mom. And I want to preface this conversation with a few things. Yeah. One, camp mom uh-huh. is going to be synonymous for camp dad, camp grandparent, camp aunt, yeah. camp babysitter. Yeah. Okay, you fill in yeah. whoever camp family member camp or camp yeah yeah camp. village member yeah right yeah somebody's watching your kids yeah if they are not signed yeah. up for an activity yeah okay so whoever that is yeah. we are talking to you yes but we're gonna refer to it as camp mom so we all feel a little weird yeah <laughs> and so that we take away our last shred of dignity yeah and our identity yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's basically the only thing I want to preface this uh-huh. with. I mean, sure. yeah, because not everybody is going to be home with their kids all summer. Right. So there you go. Camp mom. Mm-hmm. First, I just want to ask you, how does that feel? 
the words camp mom. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a lot of feelings at once. Mm. It's a real jumble of feelings. Like a sack of bananas of feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Camp mom. If I was thinking about a week where I had no work and I set it aside Mm -hmm. and I decided it was Camp Mom and I was like into that and I plotted out that week and did it that week, that actually sounds pretty fun to me. Yeah. Because I am doing Camp Mom basically by default. Yep. And I don't have less work responsibilities. (laughs) During that time. So it's actually like I'm actually doing that thing that is kind of insane, which is everything's going to be the way it is during the school year. But I'm acting like I'll have more time. Yes. Like I'm acting like it won't be a problem that my kids are there. Camp mom. (laughs) That's what camp mom is in reality right now for me. So that sounds so that sounds to me like kind of a joke, because what I'm going to be trying Mm. to do. My goal every day will be to get done what I need to get done and get my kids enough exercise that they're not going crazy Mm -hmm. and keep all of us from being rude to each other. That. Those are pretty much like those. That's where I set the bar. Like that's what I'm aiming for. That sounds like the ultimate camp mom itinerary. Okay. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not setting out to yeah. do a lot of adventuring. If we end up adventuring, yeah. it'll be like a hike up the hill yeah. near our house. Or it'll be like something near Curtis's school when we're on our way to pick mm. up Curtis. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to do swim lessons yeah. because my kids really need to take swim lessons. Yes. Like, that needs to happen, but ni- neither of them are super stoked about it. But, like, you know, that's going to play into, like, getting them the exercise that they need to get through the day without losing their minds and without making me crazy. Yeah. So I think there is potential for us to have fun. I don't want to, like, act like this is, like, some, like, sentence or something. But I'm just setting my bar really low. And it would be kind of laughable to call it camp because I'm not... (laughs) I'm not going to be doing a lot of the stuff that they do at camp. Mom purgatory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, for me, you know, guys, I have an instant recoil feature to anytime somebody sticks the word mom or mommy after something else. Right. Mom jeans, mom car, camp mom. Despite there being nothing probably really there, I just have the instant recoil because of who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. I, like you, like the idea of camp mom in general. And I have tried to run some camp moms Mm -hmm. since the beginning of children in my house. Yeah. Yet now, nine years in, it's actually less appealing because of some of the lessons I've learned. Uh And the main lessons are... I have to be invested in in the camp mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay. You have to really set aside your other... Yeah, this isn't... You've got to commit yeah. Yeah. to really yeah. being present with... The, yeah. It's not set up an activity and then get on your computer. No. That's daily life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> camp right. mom yeah. requires something else. And I also feel like camp mom triggers a little guilt for me. 
uh-huh. in that everything out there, I dare you to type in camp mom to the internet. Don't do it. Don't, guys. Don't do it. Every, I'll tell you what's out there. Okay. Everything out there makes me, again, is usually attached with a picture of children doing an activity mm-hmm. and a mom not crying. <laughs> so that sets a bar for me that I think I can make. It's like the Pinterest illusion, right? That yeah. like I used to swim gleefully in yeah. during the early days of Katie Bell's yeah. life. Uh, it's the idea of it being so natural. Like, so sure, natural. I can run a camp for my kids. Kid, yeah. Sure, this, this is, is great. I know what I'll throw together, and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's the and old, then it is. It's great. It's the old, you know what? I'll stop working because I'll be able to yeah. save money and yeah. because I'll be making so many things yeah. and doing so many things. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a lie I told myself. <laughs> okay. On... Line. I don't. I'm not poo-pooing summer camp. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not poo-pooing camp mom. I'm gonna tell you some of the stuff that's out there. Okay. Okay. On modern parents, messy kids. It has an 84-page document that they created with play experts mm-hmm. that you can use. Okay. To get you through summer. Uh-huh. There are lots of companies who want to have grabbed on the camp mom idea and want to sell you stuff like Tinker Lab has a camp mom uh-huh. like kit. Yeah. Right. There's like, you know, bouncebackparenting.com for 12 bucks, 32 page. By the way, none of these are companies that have given us any money. Yeah, for I'm this. just like, just so you guys these know. are just some of the, yeah, yeah. not at all. Uh, these are just some websites. Some things that are out there. That are out yeah. there. Can I just jump yeah. in to say, that's something that I could see myself yes. doing just to feel like I did something yes. and that buying something would make things work. Yes. Like buying something was like. Oh, yes. I agree. Like this, will, this will help me feel like I've solved this problem. And I also know that it might take care of anywhere from 20 minutes to two hours of the whole summer. Ding. The end. Ding. Ding. I have, I don't even know why I have more than one. Uh I have many Pinterest boards. Uh uh, Some for both children. Some for one child. Some for individual child projects because of interest, they've said. Mm. With things like. Summer bucket lists, Mm. you know, camp themes by week. Mm. Like this week, it's the ocean. Mm -hmm. So you would, you know, do some ocean art, maybe some ocean movement like fish and listen to it. You go to an aquarium, you eat fish. I don't know. (laughs) You would do fish things. Go to the library. Guys, let me tell you where camp mom resides. The library. Mm. That is where I go. All fucking summer. So shout out. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the libraries and the summer reading programs. Sign up. That is joy. And they always have activities going on like every week Mm -hmm. for the summer. Fucking joy. But like you, what I discovered was that all of those activities, it's bug week. We're going to make caterpillars. We're going to look at bugs. We're going to whatever. They all require, A, that you have these supplies in the house. And B, they usually take 20 minutes 
to an hour, and you have to hope your kids want to do them, Mm -hmm. and then you're left with the rest of the day. Right. Like, you either have to plan multiple activities, Mm -hmm. and again, every activity requires setup and cleanup. I mean, in reality, the only way it worked for me was to let the kids watch something while I set it up because they were like in it. And then like I had to clean it up because they were, you know, still little. Yeah. And go watch something else while I clean this all up. Right. They're at a different stage now. So instead of you using that TV time to do something you need to do, you're using it to set up and clean up an activity. This is also one of those developmental things because like I also feel... You know, where the internet lies to us the most when it comes to parenting and how natural it is and how great we're supposed to be at it is that the difference between trying to plan activities to get through summer mm-hmm. when the kids were like one and four or mm-hmm. two and five, or I mean, like all the way up until like Katie Bell was seven, mm-hmm. is 100% different than anything I might plan now mm-hmm. with a nine and a five-year-old. They couldn't get through stuff or they weren't interested enough or, you know, I'm I'm not an educator. Yeah. I am not a camp counselor. Yeah. I am not like, it. there is some skill there when it comes yeah. to like getting everybody to do a craft together. Oh, totally. Right? Yes. Like it also requires planning time. Which is, like, even if you buy one of these, and they really are awesome, guys. Like, I'm not, again, the lists are great, and I still use those lists. Sure. I'm still like, okay. Yeah. I give them water guns. Oh, wait. Ellis hates water (laughs) being sprayed on his body, so that doesn't work. But those lists can inspire some ideas that might work for us. Yeah. But doesn't work every day. And I think this illusion that it will is very frustrating. It is. And it falls into that blank mom thing or mom blank that like everything works great, works all the time and works forever. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I and again, like you said, nothing else stopped because it's summer. You're not on summer vacation. Yeah. Right. Like and kids still get sick and they still don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. And there's still appointments if your kids have anything they go to appointments for. They're yeah. still just and grocery shopping and oh yeah, the grocery laundry shopping. and yeah, I all know. The... And I want to say that like sometimes the like there are a million like schedules you can you know blank schedules you can download where it's mm-hmm. like you know eight to you know seven to eight breakfast you mm-hmm. know nine to eleven adventure right mm-hmm. snack blah 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 and you fill in what it's going to be and I you know like a list mm-hmm. so I really like those yeah and they are really helpful to get your brain out of ruts and to get your brain thinking mm-hmm. in certain directions yeah it's also really reassuring yes for everyone when you start out the day with a schedule yeah like if you can make a schedule the night before or first thing in the morning it really like it helps me think more clearly because yeah. it helps like my kids know what's happening and then I also don't have to stop and wonder, well, should we do this or should we do yeah. that? Because it's just on the schedule and it's easier to stick with the schedule. So. Yeah. So in that line of thinking, I actually thought we should try and come up with a list of things that actually would make for a good camp mom. Okay. Okay. And the first thing is schedule. Mm-hmm. I really think 
having a schedule makes it a lot easier. Like, ju- I mean, like yeah. word for word what you just said. Yeah. And there are a million different versions of them online, free, on Pinterest. Or you can just do what I do and pull out a piece of construction paper, yeah. put the date at the top, yeah. put early in the morning, morning activity, lunch, afternoon activity, late afternoon, evening, the end. Yes. And they always start out the same, breakfast and get ready, and they end the same, yeah. dinner, get ready for bed, go to bed. And you just fill in a few yeah. things because, like, for example, depending on your kids, depending on how many kids you have, and depending on a lot of variables, yeah. some things might change. Yeah. And you might have a kid who has a really hard time if you're not exactly where you said you would be at 945. Correct. So sometimes it's easier to sketch out the day. Morning versus... Yeah. You set aside, this is what we're doing in this chunk of the day. Yeah. And that way you give yourself a little wiggle room, Ooh. but people generally know what's happening when. That's genius. So nobody falls apart if something is happening an hour later than you kind of thought it was going to happen. The person, are you talking about me? Yes, talking about biz. (laughs) This is the schedule I make for biz every morning. It is. It's very helpful and loose. One thing I've done, because Oscar isn't reading yet, and I said I use the schedules for both my kids, and I do, is for Oscar, what I'll do is because it's a really basic pared down schedule, I will just do like a little symbol or doodle drawing next to the word that indicates that shows what that word is. It doesn't have to be like an elaborate drawing, but as long as I'm making the schedule while he's there and he hears me say what that little picture is supposed to mean. Yeah. Or if I'm making the schedule the night before, I can show him the next morning. Once he knows what the symbols are and there aren't that many, he can keep track of what's going to happen when. So even if he can't read the schedule, he still has his own code to know what's (laughs) happening in the schedule. Yeah. Which I have found actually really useful. No, that's genius. I also think what would help, and I'm going to maybe take my own advice. I've been trying to do this recently with like weekends and stuff, Mm -hmm. but maybe make a list of like five sites that you will use for ideas without, Mm -hmm. that are local to you, like the library, a event calendar Mm -hmm. that's local, Whatever it is for you, like, you know, night concerts, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. so that you're not spending time searching and going down rabbit holes, Mm -hmm. that like on a Saturday or a Sunday or something, you can just click on these different links Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, look, there's a thing happening at a kid's museum today, or the library does have this, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think that's... And, or maybe just a list of places you can take kids so Mm -hmm. that when you're filling in the activities... Mm -hmm library. Yeah. You can just look at your list and say, which one of these things do I want to do tomorrow? Yeah, I actually did that with lunches this year where I just made a whole list of like, these are vegetables, these are dry snacks, these are like main things, and then I can just mix and match. It's the same fucking thing every day, but it made me feel good Yeah, the first week of school. Other things to put on your personal list of activities to Mm -hmm. slot into those schedule moments you made Mm -hmm. could be the screen time Mm-hmm. So that they know, yeah. I'm only getting it at this time. Yeah. Right? Or, this <laughs> is what I'm going to start doing. It's the chore time. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to just sit them down I'm going to ask them for the summer. You guys are big kids. Mm-hmm. What are things you think you can do? Mm-hmm. Do you think you can sweep? Do you think you can dust? Mm-hmm. Do you think you can, right? And like, you know, there's a... 
get them, make them do some work. It's not yeah. like summer camp has to be. Oh, yeah. You know, you fucking suffering yeah. the entire time. Yeah. This is n- not a joke, though it's going to sound like a joke. Okay. I think you need a staff. Huh? Staff. Okay. A staff. You need to look through your community uh-huh. for some help. A babysitter, even for three hours, mm. once a week, is can break things up. Mm-hmm. If you have family that's willing to pitch in, you know, a one-hour visit or a three-hour visit, you know, is... And again, you're not looking to, like, overwhelm someone and make them become the head counselor. Mm-hmm. You're looking for, like, twice a week, a few hours. Mm-hmm. That's going to free up some time for you mm-hmm. or your partner or a friend, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it doesn't just because somebody's... You know, maybe somebody else has kids and your kids can go over there for a little while or and, or you could take someone else's kids for them to have some time. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. open it up out there. Ask. Because I really feel like, you know, I mean, you could even consider the librarian like part of your staff. We're on a story time. I don't have to do shit but sit here, right? They're running this activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how can we see the world around us and the people around us as supporters of Camp Mom and it not having to be only on you? It's a great one to ask a partner to be involved in. Can you look up, you know, can you help me create a list of things on the calendar that are coming up? You know, and you don't have to pick them all, but it'd be great if you didn't have to do that research. Mm-hmm. If they said, you know, there's a three o'clock activity here, there's a two o'clock activity, right? Like... Be specific with what you ask, where you might need some help, and and they can help you create this, mm-hmm. right? It's not about making a sandwich look like a fish or a smiley face. It is about survival. It's really more of a camp mom survival guide. <laughs> and if you're like me and making a lot of plans yeah. makes you feel really overwhelmed, oh, yeah. you could also pick one thing a week yes. that you're going to take your kids to. On a Wednesday, like this week, on Wednesday, we're going to go to this thing happening at the aquarium. Yeah. And then everything else can be free play or whatever. I mean, you can, you know, see where the day takes you. But I also like the idea of like giving myself like enough structure that there's like something we're talking about and looking forward to and prepping for without like myself and my kids will get overwhelmed if there is a new thing every day that we're going to do every day. Like, it's it's just too much. Well, and that's where those lists that I mocked earlier actually come in handy, the, like, bucket list, because that's where you're like, oh, my God, we're now home. We need some free play. Mm -hmm. And that's where the idea is, like, dance party or balloon party. Where you're like, there's no setup. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's just, like... An easy throw it in there. Yes. Yeah, I think those are the things that would make a summer camp in my own house run by me Mm -hmm. and my children a little more successful. Money would also help a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go and get some money. Go get some money. For your summer. And then (laughs) send your children to camp. (laughs) Use the money to pay for a real camp. Yeah. (laughs) Well, 
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Mathnasium. Studies have shown that kids lose as much as six weeks of learning over the summer, and math skills take the biggest hit. It's called the Summer Slide, so don't let your kids suffer from Summer Slide. Take them to Mathnasium. We just spent an entire show talking about camp mom activities. Here's one I don't want to do this summer. Teach my kids math. So I'm going to use my one activity opportunity to check out Mathnasium and let them take that responsibility as part of my village. It's an activity. (laughs) Math. Avoid the summer slide. Contact Mathnasium today. Go to mathnasium.com slash OBM or call 855-354-MATH. That's mathnasium.com slash OBM or call 855-354-MATH. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week as well as our failures and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I noticed myself doing a good job. Yes. I was, like, getting people ready in the morning, and it was... It had the potential to be stressful. There's three people with a lot of different needs all coming at me at once. <laughs> I was giving Gracie a an elaborate hairstyle that she had requested, Medusa braids. And in the middle of that, Oscar pointed out a rather large spider that was in the same room with us. And I just was like, okay, yeah, I'll get, you know, I'll get to that. I'm like doing four other things right now. But I did get to it, and I got the spider, and I brought it outside, and then I came back in, and then there were four other things for me to do. And I just went, yeah, look at me, doing all this stuff. I'm just doing it. I'm doing a good job. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Thanks. I see you. You did all the stuff in that morning. Yeah, I was doing all the stuff. Good job. It's a lot of stuff, you know? It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Funny enough, speaking of camps, I, last minute though it may be, have Ellis in a half-day camp in Alabama the same week that Katie Bell's at her overnight camp so that it's just not me and Ellis staring at each other and my parents <laughs> for a whole week. I think he's going to like it. Awesome. And he's very excited. Good. Which is really important. So I was glad I waited till the last minute uh-huh. and then did it. Good job. Hey, one bad mother. I'm calling with a genius, and it's pretty simple, but it made my life easier, so I'll take it. Anyway, um, for a little while, we have to live in my in-laws' basement, and we need a uh, mini fridge down there for, you know, all the things. Uh, Beer, importantly. Anyway, (laughs) I had to stop at the hardware store and pick that up today, and I accepted the help in having someone load it in my car. Usually, I am totally the person that will just... I'll do it myself, I'll struggle through it, but I've got a two-year-old with me, so I just let him help me, and it was wonderful. Just, I didn't have to pick it up, and they just 
stuck it in my car, and I drove away. So that's it. I accepted help, and it's usually something I don't do. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's my genius. So <laughs> anyway, um, you guys are doing a good job. I think I'm doing a pretty good job today, too. You know, I had our first gymnastics class with a group of two-year-olds, so that was interesting. But anyhow, you guys have a great day. Thanks. You are doing such a good job. So good. I just feel like one of the new mantras should be ask for help and take it. Yeah, and you don't even have to ask in a lot of these situations because it's being offered. And I'm the same way. I'm I'm just like programmed to be like, no, I'm fine. Yes. But then sometimes, why? Just accept it. Yeah. And it's way easier for you. You're still going to have to bring it inside when you get home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah, Maybe you got to haul this shit. It's the same with groceries. Yeah. You know? Like, even if you have little kids with you, you're still going to have to bring all your stuff inside with your kids when you get home. Like, yep. at least one way <laughs> you get some help. It's And by the way, you, you don't have to just have kids with you to say yes to this. I know. And this really falls into that same sort of thing of the, like, Telling people they're doing a good job. Yeah. Eventually, you believe it when somebody tells you. Yeah. The more we let people help us, the yeah. more we realize that that's okay. Yeah. And we, it makes us want to help people. For sure. And like. Yeah. 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 Not helping is kind of a modern development, guys, <laughs> for some fucking reason. All right. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. I feel really terrible about this. I have talked about (laughs) in the past on the show how important having a Kindle reader device has been for me Mm -hmm. in our bedtime routine because at all points since being out of the crib, my two older children have needed me to be in the room in order for them to fall asleep. So I use a Kindle to read a book because otherwise if I'm on my phone I get all worked up about work stuff and I don't relax at a time of day when I really need like some quiet time and relaxation time and so it's been really great about a year ago my Kindle was lost in my house it was last seen by me in the hands of Curtis who was a one-year-old, and I have not been able to find it since. I believe that it must be somewhere in my house, but I've looked everywhere (laughs) for a very, I mean, for truly a year for this Kindle. And I finally gave up, and it was even in its cover. It was in its sleeve, and it's it's like gone. So finally, I (laughs) talked to my husband, and I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to buy another one because it's been such a long time. It's not showing up, and I really, really liked having one. It was really helpful. He's like, I give my blessing. You should totally get another one. <laughs> and I I got another one. And you guys, I lost the second one, like, within two weeks of buying it. It's gone. I'm pretty sure I know where I left it. I, I think I know where I left it. I think I... Think I I think I left it. I haven't even told Jesse. I think I left it on the plane on the way to Mexico. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, and I like had a glass of wine because I was like super relaxed and going on vacation. And I believe I stuck it in the pocket in front of me, and just never used it on the flight and never took it with me. And it's it's gone. And I don't. I now don't feel I deserve another one. So. Once again, I'm back where I was before with no Kindle for going on over a year now, 
even though I would really like to have one on a daily basis. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, Teresa. I know. I am sorry. I know. Yeah. Thanks. So if you listen to the show, you know that Katie Bell has been working to break the world record of longest finger crochet chain. Yes. People have very generously sent lots of yarn her way. That is nice. She's working on it at school, which is really good. (laughs) And the other day, I went to go take a video of it, all stretched Uh out, uh, throughout the school. I mean, it goes all through the school. Uh It takes her like a good 10 minutes to stretch it throughout upstairs, downstairs, around hall. I mean, like, it's an effort. All the kids in her knitting class are like, yeah, they all like to go and like, people like, Faculties like smiling, yeah. like as they've seen old Katie yeah. Bell in her yarn, yeah. you know, creation. And I've come to video it, mm-hmm. and I put the camera on it uh-huh. and video it. And that night, Stefan says, "Can I see it?" Uh-huh. And I go to my phone, and what I have done is not video it. I have taken one picture <laughs> of the start. <laughs> Of the crochet. I mean, it takes like two kids to wind it up. I mean, like so much effort. And I have it out for you. To oh take my God. This video. I was like, all I have is a fucking picture. I felt and I, it's oh so awful. Amazing. Not even a clear picture. Yeah. It's just like a blurry right. thing. Because you, you didn't think you were taking a picture. Right. So I thought it yeah. was. I mean, I'm talking through it. Right. You know, there we go. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And I couldn't go back and read. I had to like wait. Like two weeks before I could go back and retake it. Right. What a pain. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Winning. Hi, One Bad Mother. I have a fail. I was sitting with my children at the table and I was changing the screen protector on my phone. And it's the tempered glass screen protector. So I thought it would be a really great idea. I said, hey, mommy loves when I break this apart. It feels so cool. So I let my children who are younger than six, take the tempered glass screen protector and break it. And my youngest started crying and said, ow, boo-boo, mommy. So then my older took it and said the same thing, but I just thought, oh, it just felt weird. So then my oldest is doing his homework, and I noticed that there's blood on his homework. So apparently the tempered glass is a little short. It's a little sharp. I probably should have said that when it said tempered glass. They're fine. It was only a little cut, and their hands are fine, but... I just felt like a complete failure at that moment, thinking that I had something fun for them to do because I've broken it before and I thought it felt pretty cool. So that's my fail moment. Thank you. You're doing a great job. You're doing a horrible job. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, Katie Bell was like three Mm -hmm. and she was playing in the bathtub. Uh And I was like, here is a mason jar. Story? (laughs) Yes. It was a mason jar. Yeah. Enjoy. It seemed to make sense for a second. For a second. Until thought, it broke. Oh, she, did it actually oh, yeah, break? It broke. Oh. And she was in a bathtub full of full glass. Of glass <laughs> that you can't see because it's clear. Because it's clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing a horrible job. I, As a person who does a horrible job, <laughs> I can with great confidence tell you how awful. Yes. Mom, I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on.
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Michelin Tires. I have had a number of experiences since having kids that has made me aware tires are important. (laughs) There was that time I was about to take the kids to school and then drive to work and realized my tires had no treads whatsoever. I believe that was a fail. I also remember the time that Ellis, on my way to pick up Katie Bell from school, pointed at my tire and said, you have a flat tire. And boy, did I. Thanks, Ellis, for looking out. Tires. Don't forget about tires. Michelin promises to perform across every diaper run, pickup, drop-off, and road trip. Michelin is one of the world's leading tire manufacturers, and they are dedicated to enabling mobility and safety for all parents driving around with their loved ones in the back seat. Michelin is more than tires. It's dedicated to keeping your family safe. So next time when you're looking for new tires for the family car, consider Michelin. Michelin, performance every time. Hey, Max Fun listeners. Have you been listening to Max Fun for a while and you've just been wondering, where's the new Flat Earth podcast I keep hearing about? Well, here it is. We give you all the facts on NASA's lies and how we know that the Earth is actually flat. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> this is Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we join fringe religious groups. We undergo alternative medical treatments. And we hang out with people like 9-11 Truthers, Flat Earthers. We find out why do people believe strange things. We join them, and we tell you all about it. We have a lot of fun. We make a lot of friends. Yeah, we do. We joined the Mormons. We joined the Scientologists. We got acupunctured. We got fire cupped. We got ear candled. We've done it all, and we're going to keep doing it all. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org? Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we're the hosts of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast where we play games submitted by listeners, regardless of quality or content, with in-studio guests and callers from all over the world. And you can win a custom a magnet. A custom magnet. Subscribe now to make sure you get our next episode. What's an example of a game, Manolo? Pokemon or medication. How do you play that? You have to guess if something's a Pokemon name or uh-huh. a Medi- medication. Medication. First-time listener, if you want to listen to episode highlights and also know know how to participate follow dr game show on facebook instagram and twitter we'd love to hear yeah, from you it's really fun for the whole family we'll be every other wednesday starting march 13th and we're coming to max fun snorlax pokemon yes nice teresa you know what summer brings mom's having a breakdown <laughs> let's listen to mom have a breakdown hi listen, teresa because it's not like there's any someone's fault or there's something else that could have been done. It just, it is what it is. And that's frustrating. When you get out of class after work at 2 o'clock and you think, oh, good, I have until 4 o'clock and then the kids can, you know, get home and I will have time to do my homework. But it's a trick because... 2 o'clock becomes 2.15 because the laundry needs to be started. And then 2.15 becomes 2.30 because the dog needs to go out. And then 2.30 becomes, oh, now I have to go pick up a kid who's vomiting at school. And then you realize, oh, this is 3 o'clock when preschool gets out. And I'm trapped in car line hell. And by the time you get to the school, it's 3.15. And then you get home and it's 
3.45, and then the other kid gets home at 4, and so, no, I did not get time to study and do homework from 2 to 4 because it was just picked away bit by bit, and again, it's nobody else's fault. It just it is what it is, but being a mom is hard, and being a working mom at school is really hard, and trying to remember that this is all, you know, for the good of my family is it's hard because it feels like feels like it's a lot and that it'll never get done because it's always last on the list. So the audio is probably terrible because I'm putting clothes away as I'm calling and ranting as my vomiting kid, you know, gets in the shower. But um, thank you for telling me that, you know, I'm doing a good job and for having the show to remind us all that even on the days when everything goes wrong and the kid throws up at school and we get trapped and hard line hell that we are still doing a good job by caring for our family love the show bye you are doing a good job a really good job you're doing such a good job you gotta it is a lot it is a lot yeah it is working in school kids that's enough yeah that's more than enough yeah and i there was something that she said that like really resonated and that was when she said it's a trick. Yeah, it is a trick. It is a trick. Yeah. And it's a cruel trick. Yeah. And and this trick comes in so many different forms. Mm-hmm. I'll get something done while they're napping. I'll get something done while they're in school. Mm-hmm. I'll get something done, you know, on the train ride home. Mm-hmm. I'll get something done after they go to bed. I'll get whatever. Yeah. I'll get something done before they wake up. Or even thinking, well, I'm done with this at two and they're not going to be home till four. Yeah. It's amazing as a parent and like primary caregiver or even just any parent, if you're at home between two and four, you don't need a to-do list. No. You will be busy that entire time. Correct. I guarantee if yeah. you if you are aware of your you surroundings. Have yeah. You will be busy that whole time. Yeah. Especially if you have pets. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Pets and then but it's like the uh yes. And you can't not do that stuff. Like the laundry needs to be moved forward. It's not like you're not starting your studies because yeah. you're like, "Oh, I know. I'll just do some laundry first." You're like, <laughs> "Well, I have to you're going to do it. You have to do that. You have to take the dog out. Cannot yeah. take the dog out." Sometimes it starts off as like, "Oh, I bet this is a good multitasking idea." Right. I'll throw this in and I can study yeah. while, it's while it's running. Look at me. Yeah. But, but you don't think about the time that that actually takes to do that. And then you're sorting something and then you're putting something away. I mean, it's and just. And then the car line. Oh, yeah. Car line. Car yeah. line is, yeah. is yeah. its own hell. Yeah. Yeah. Car line. You're, you think <laughs> car line's a trick as well. It is. Yeah. Car line makes you think this is going to go faster time. than yeah. parking. Yeah. It saves you time if you get there 30 minutes in advance. It saves you time if you have a toddler in the car. That is true. That if really you have does a, save you time. Unless you have a toddler or infant who cannot be in a car. Oh, yeah. I could never, I couldn't do a car line with Ellis in the oh, car until he was four. Wow. Yeah. So we had to park and mm-hmm. walk in. But I'll tell you. It was a lot faster than car line. Mm-hmm. But like once we could do it, we would get in line 10 minutes to 20 yeah. minutes before school. Yeah. That so works. that I wasn't around the block somewhere else. I do that. Or if I realize I'm not going to be early, I just come 20 Wait. minutes late. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> Drive right up. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a lot. Yeah. 
It's a lot. It, and you know what? The That feeling of, I, I just think this is so also very relatable. The idea of I'm trying to do this for my family. Yeah. For the good of my family. Yes. To make life better for my family. Yeah. And yet it falls to the last thing. Yes. Yes. Can I add one more thing? I know yeah. we've been talking about this for a long time, but I just feel like sometimes as a parent, I have this feeling like, why doesn't, why didn't somebody stop me? Like, why didn't, so, like, <laughs> not, not like from having kids, but like, like, why do people keep asking me to do stuff or telling yeah. me I can do stuff or inviting yeah. me to do stuff? Like, I'm like, can't everyone see how impossible doing all of this stuff is? Like, I can't study. Yeah. I can't have a pet. I can't yeah. do, you know, like, it's just, I mean, obviously we are doing all these things and we can do them. It's just that, like, I think that a lot of times the trick is this assumption that because something's being made available to us, yeah, that we can do that and it will seamlessly fit into our lives. Just like me deciding to not send my kids to very much camp this summer. Yeah. I'm just, I'm assuming I can do that because that's an option I have. Right. But then, what will that look how like? How does that even go? Yeah. Is that even going to work? It goes like, back how to the that... super simple, uh, hey, do you want to go take a shower? Right. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to feel like a person again. Right. That's what I'd like to do in this 20 minutes. Yeah. Is re tap in to yeah. who I once was. Yes. Is that doable? Yeah. It's a, it's a lot, a lot of layers in our own minds that we've told ourselves that it feels like people around us are telling us that the list of things to do at camp mom is telling us like it's, it's a lot and you're doing a really, really remarkable job. Yeah, you are. And uh, yeah, I'm just so impressed that with all the things that you're doing, I, it's, it is amazing. It's totally amazing. Yeah. You're doing such a good job. Yeah. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn this week? I'm coming to Teresa's house for summer. <laughs> I'd like to sign You'll up. get to hang out. We'll be doing a lot of that. There'll be a lot of loose scheduling. Yep. I think we learned that summer break, spring break, Christmas break, even Memorial Day breaks, <laughs> be, they, be they three days or an entire summer, it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> and you're somehow the one who's supposed to figure out how to fill that bad boy. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, even if it's, even if you're working full time, you still have to fucking figure out who's taking care of your kids over the summer. Right. You got to figure out, like, I feel like the pressure's on even more to make summer extra fun when you're working. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's a yeah. lot of planning and shuffling. Yes. I mean, like, what that's the true. fuck? Yeah. What is our, like, wrap up with, like, summer's supposed to be fun? Yeah. Look, I they probably are having a good time without us. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's my takeaway. That's it. You guys, it's going to be summer. It is summer. Whatever it's looking like for you, you're doing a great job. Yep. You really are. You really are. Yeah. And so are all the people around you. And let's, I, actually, I'd like the takeaway to be, let's remember to listen for people offering help, for asking people to help, to accepting help, and to offering help. Um, I really think that that 
uh, will make summer go a lot easier. You guys are all doing a great job. Teresa, you are doing a remarkable job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blues. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.